Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and it is hotter than HE double hockey sticks in the Valley of the Sun. It was like one million degrees yesterday, uh, and I'm not kidding. It was that hot. It's going to be that hot, I guess, again today. Everybody stay inside, and if you're lucky enough, go on vacation somewhere other than here. Uh, I got a, a big announcement to make. Uh, I got Jason from uh, our guys in Colorado joining us today. We've got some updates uh, for our audience in Colorado. A lot of things happening up at the station up there, and, and we're going to bring you up to speed on those things. Uh, I'm going to be on vacation starting next Wednesday. Uh, the professor, Glenn Biddle, is going to be taking over my spot while I'm gone. He'll actually be uh, on my show on Monday. And then Jason's already had him on his show uh, up in Colorado as well. So uh, we'll kind of be introducing him to the Phoenix office, or our office, the uh, Phoenix listening audience on Monday. Uh, Glenn is, uh, I think you're going to love him. He's a great guy, a real smart guy, a history buff extraordinaire. Uh, so we got a lot of things to cover. It was jobs reports today and and all of those other things. But before we get to all the economic stuff, I, I, I wanted to, to bring Jason on. Uh, Jason, good morning. Good morning. And do you have an update for us on what's going on in Colorado? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we have uh, a lot of customers coming in and buying products, and they're they're seeing uh, some roof tiles missing and then the, some disrepair at the front of the station. And uh, there's some questions about uh, the roof that they helped uh, donate. We have an independent station here and uh, a, lo- a very strong audience that's very, uh, very, very much wants to keep this station running uh, smoothly and, and be on the air. And uh, unfortunately, the station really was, I mean, Cody... And Michael and Sharon were—they really were just doing a Hercules-type job keeping this pro, the programs on the air. When the roof was leaking several years ago, and they had to fix it, they asked for donations. Those donations came in, and that money was was spent for fixing the roof. Now, this is a 100-year-old building that we're operating out of, and other things can go wrong. The roof is fixed, but the drainage was clogged. It was clogged uh, so badly that the machine that they sent to the roof the, uh, the first time to unclog it, they they busted the machine. Now, the clog, so, uh, if I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, this was something that it was it was in underneath the ground. It was the, the drainage was that goes found? from the roof, uh, the drainage that goes from the roof of the building uh, down to the street, and there's somewhere in between. Things were just not working. Uh, I guess there was uh, some PVC piping in there that got caught. And things were clogging up against that. It was wedged in so deep that they couldn't yank it out. It was, it was, it was a blockage of, of mon, uh, monumental proportions, basically. But they did clear that out. Uh, the damage that was done in the building is already being fixed because the roof is warrantied, and so they're getting everything repaired for free. Everything's getting done with the warranty. Okay. Um, so the roof. That's the roof situation. Correct. Now right. the the running of the station. Uh, once again, uh, Cody and Michael have been do- doing all of the work for a radio station that probably needs more, like five or six people running it. They've been keeping this thing going here in Colorado, and then as time has gone on, and, and uh, 
Michael is getting older and then kind of getting ready to retire, there hasn't been a good replacement for what they do. And uh, Joe's uh, idea to get an office started here in the radio station and have a new show and, and really get some excitement here has put us in a position that we're here working with the radio station hands-on. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at my partner, Brian, at this moment. He's, he's getting our streaming up and running. We're hoping today, maybe by next week, but we're going to have streaming up and back. I know that's been a real bummer for a lot of our listeners, but that's going to be up and running. So you Arizona guys that were streaming our show, you're going to be getting that back very soon. So the so right now we're working. Uh, we, we could be back streaming as early as today. Uh, by, uh, I don't want to put any undue pressure on Brian, uh, but but by next week the the streaming issue should be resolved. One of the things that I want to make people aware of, and Jason kind of pointed it out, we're we're in the process now of of helping uh, KHNC and getting things squared away. One of the big problems with the streaming that they had is it wasn't theirs. So they were kind of at the mercy of somebody else. And, and uh, when the streaming was lost, I, I guess it's now been about three weeks ago or so, uh, the person that, the, uh, that they were using had quit, the, quit their job or got fired. I don't know all the details. It really doesn't matter. Uh, and the person that they replaced them with didn't know how to fix it. So we essentially decided, you know what, that's not good enough. Uh, and now we're going to, you know, KHNC is going to have complete and total control uh, over the streaming feed. And obviously, Jason, Brian, myself, Sharon, Michael, Cody, we're all going to make sure uh, that it's all working properly uh, and to get that back up. Then we had an issue uh, with their, their, it's called the smart system. It controls the station and it tells, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, it tells the the station what to play next, right? Like fire. Yeah, off, let me. Go. Yeah, let me uh, c- jump in. I, yeah. uh, Michael uh, was not a radio guy, and uh, Don Wiedemann, the guy who was the founder of KHNC, uh, they they started they 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 used the smart system for the radio broadcasting, which a lot of it can be recorded, and you can have a smaller crew. And what happened was, is, oh no, we're going to the break, but. Uh, Michael is the one that really self-taught himself on a very complex system to keep this radio station going. We'll be back right after the break. Bigger Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. We're talking about Colorado. You know what's so important is this is it. This is it. It's one of the few places, uh, talking about uh, the, the station up in Colorado, that's unique. Because it's truly an independent, right? It's not owned by some big, massive conglomerate, and, and there's less and less and less of these out there. And, and, and it really is getting to the point where you can't get uh, a lot of the information that a station like this provides uh, because of that. You know, because all of a sudden these big companies come in, they just buy it all up, and they play, you know, all your your, your pre-programmed stuff, right? You get Hannity or Dr. Lore or, or you get the liberal guys or whatever it may be, and that's all you get. And the amount of, of work and effort uh, that goes into this, I've been telling you for a while now, Colorado, great things are coming. And I know it's been painful, but they're coming. 
Uh, we're talking about uh, the smart system, and we've had some issues. So if you turned on the station and there's some dead air here or there, that's because there's an issue uh, with the smart system. We've actually got it uh, a new box, and and we're in the process of, of converting it over. Uh, but, Jason, we're actually going to be trained on how to use that, correct? Yeah, so uh, I was as we were leaving into the break, I was talking about Michael, and uh, uh, Michael's been running uh, the smart system for years, and he ha- he he basically self-trained himself on a fairly complex system, and that's what we've been running on at KHNC for years, and uh, he you know admittedly told me as I was, I was getting involved in trying to get the training set up that a lot of what he does is just kind of rigging things and making sure things work in the right spots, but he doesn't fully understand. So as part of our fix here, Cody, his son, and Brian and myself, we're gonna we're gonna start a training program with the Smarts Company. They they're they're excited to really get us up and running the right way, and hopefully within a, a maybe a month or two to however long it takes for us to figure it out, we're gonna be able to run this system and can just eliminate all those those burps and hiccups and all those problems in the dead air that, that you end up hearing on a day to day basis here. So we, and we're closing. Matter of fact, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, uh, training starts next week? We're hoping Friday next week. Start, yeah, we're, we're next Friday. Uh, we're working diligently. I, and I just uh, I wanted to bring you all up to speed because it's important. I think it's great for everybody else to hear these. Are, this is how hard it is. I mean, it's incredibly difficult uh, to do this anymore and to be a, a one-off because it's not cost-effective, right? You know, the... It's much easier if you own 500 stations and you just blanket uh, the 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 broadcast on on hundreds of stations and just run the same thing everywhere and and you have uh, you know we talk about uh, KXXT they got one engineer for 500 stations right but, but that's that's because most of them are on autopilot and uh, but nonetheless I, as promised. We are close. I know it hasn't been as fast as we like, but what we like about what we're doing there, this is going to be long-term solution. We don't want to put uh, bubble gum and duct tape and, and, and try to keep it going. We want to make it to where uh, long-term uh, all of these issues are going to hopefully go away. And if, if nothing else, it's going to be greatly minimized. So uh, I just I thought it was a, a good time to address that. I will let you know, or Jason will let you know. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to come out Monday. Say the streaming's up, or hey, we're real. Hey, Joe. Close. Hey, Joe. Yeah. So, as far as I can tell from Brian, I'm watching Brian work. I think we might be streaming right now. We may be already. Hey, look at that! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I did not time that. I promise, I did not time that. But uh, give, give Brian, Brian, uh, give him an attaboy and a gold star. Uh, looks like we're back streaming on KHNC, uh, and, and again, there you go. That just cut it, cut us some slack though, because you never know if you know, there might be a few <laughs> a few hiccups here with this. But it looks like we uh, we looks like we have streaming up. If Brian can come in here. Here, come here. So they, uh, and just so you know, Jason and Brian they do our afternoon show in Colorado. Uh, so uh, if if you'd like, you can go out to America News Net or KHNC thirteen sixty The Lion uh, in 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 Fort Collins. Well, I guess Johnstown technically Don, Johnstown, Colorado. Jason and Brian do a show every day. Which which you guys are on from three to three? four in Colorado. Yeah, hey Joe and listeners, it's Brian. Three to four p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, 
Monday through Thursday. And based on based on the uh, the streaming computer settings, it indicates that we're streaming. I'm trying to get my uh, laptop fired up and confirm for, through a, a web page uh, that the stream is actually receive, being received. But people won't be able to access that stream yet from the KHNC uh, AmericanNewsNet.com website until we update the the button, the radio button on there. Okay, but gotcha, uh, for gotcha. the time being, they can go to shoutcast.com and search for KHNC or 1360 or the Lion. And I think that'll be temporarily how we can uh, get get listeners pointed to that uh, that web streaming feed. But I have yet to confirm uh, from another computer that it's happening. But based on the streaming computer, it sure looks like it's uh, it's been streaming for the last five minutes. Okay, there you go. There's an update. So we're using uh, Shoutcast uh, to do it. Uh, Brian, I appreciate your effort. Uh, it it, uh, it takes a village, if you will, and so we're getting it going. And I promise here, give us, give us a, just bear with us a little bit longer. We'll have it all rocking and rolling for you. Uh, but, but it, it's, uh, it's something where it's just that important to us. You know, one of the things that we talk about what makes us different than, you know, a guy with a website or some of these gold dealers that rip you off on TV, uh, besides our great pricing, uh, besides the fact that we do, uh, we want to give you the news and educate you while we're doing it in the website, allamericangold.com, where we provide all the articles and the videos. Uh, we always put it back where we found it. And KHNC uh, has been such a huge, huge part of the success of our company, the fact that we've been able to do this in, for over two decades uh, we've been on the air up there in Colorado, and we've kind of seen it all, right? Remember, a lot of you remember when the station uh, burnt down and, and move, we moved in, or they moved into the building they're in today and the old bank building uh, to the fact now that we've opened a second office up there and now uh, Jason and, and Brian are helping Sharon and Michael and Cody uh, in getting this uh, station. I, I, when we're done, it's going to be better than ever. That's just what I think. I think we're just going to... Uh, we're going to nail this thing, and, and we're going to be able to uh, uh, get all of that information out there. And, and it's such. And Joe, and Joe, I have one more thing I want ahead. to say before I leave. Um, what what uh, those donations that, we, that, are, that you've been hearing for the last bunch of years to, to help this station continue on and on. Our goal here at KHNC is to get this programming go up to uh, being a professional level. And we're gonna we're not gonna be able to have to ask for everyone to donate all the time. Now we may need some help in the in the short term future to get a couple projects done. But as uh, Cody just told me, uh, one of the comments that Michael is famous for saying that uh, you, when your donation money is is uh, sent in, it's it's to pay for these things around here. Uh, you don't see the owners and the uh, managers of the station driving around in Mercedes Benz. The money is used wisely. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's a great point. And uh, we we appreciate all all of the support that has been given to the radio station to us, and really it's a community. Uh, it's the only way we're going to be able to make change. We all got to stick together. We say it all the time: do business with like-minded people, support like-minded people, uh, and it's critical. And and it's one of those things where, especially today with the internet. And Jason, I think you'd agree with this, right? You can always find somebody that hey, I'll I'll sell it to you for five bucks less, right? I mean, yeah, there's always somebody out there. There's always somebody that's willing to do that. But then, then what what you end up having? I liken it to like the Walmart effect, right? Walmart went into all these small towns, and everybody went out of business. 
And, and, and now, now the only thing left is Walmart and the town's devastated and everybody's on drugs and there's no opportunity. It, that's what happened. And, and we, we fight the good fight, and, and at least uh, I know up there in, 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 in the front range, you guys aren't going to let that happen. And, and thank you all so much for your patience and the support, not only for us, but, but for the radio station as well. Uh, we've talked about that enough. So, so there's the update. We'll keep you posted. Jason, did you even get a chance to see the jobs number today? No, I, uh, man, I've been so busy this morning. Trying to get uh, all right. Yeah. right. You know, <laughs> by the way, you and Brian have done great. I can't tell you how excited, and I just feel how fortunate I am to have both of you guys uh, a part of our team, and I hope all of the people up there recognize uh, what you guys have been doing, even though it's been real quiet. You don't notice it yet, but you're going to. Uh, we're, we're really going to get this thing going. But big number today. I, I, well, it wasn't big, but it was good. Right, uh, over two hundred thousand jobs uh, were created in the in the month of June. Uh, it was a little bit better. I, I guess the expectation was for about two hundred thousand. I think the exact number was was two hundred and thirteen thousand. The unemployment rate did tick up, so it went from three point eight back to four percent. Uh, I think a lot of that was the hey, kids graduate from high school and enter the workforce, graduate from college, enter the workforce. I think that's kind of a natural thing to happen this this time of the year. Uh, we'll wait to see if that's a trend. I mean, it would be great. Wouldn't it be great if we could get the labor force participation rate to go the other direction? Uh, but we'll have to wait. I don't think that's the case. I do think that it's uh, just part of where the calendar fell out. But none of you know what? Neither one of those things matters nearly as much as did you get paid. Four cents was the amount of extra money people were making this month. Uh, four cents an hour. Uh, it was that missed expectations, right? We've been waiting for these wages, Jason. Are we ever going to get them? No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think so. I, 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 we talk about stagflation. I hear it on your show. I hear it on our show. I, I all I see is, I don't know. It seems to me it's, it's like a, a train getting ready to wreck. And you have somebody at the front of the train saying everything's going to be okay, and it's what you. It seems like you constantly hear on the uh, mainstream media is it's going to be okay. Oh, the jobs are good. Yeah, everything. It, it, they just want everything, everybody to be calm and relaxed until the big crash. That's what it's. That's what it feels like to me when I watch the news. Yeah, and I just you know how many how long has it been though that we've been hearing that the wages are just around the corner and they never seem every time we get around the corner. Uh, it's it doesn't happen. Yeah, four cents an hour is not going to pay the bills. That's I not going to work. I mean, I don't get me wrong. You know, <laughs> four cents is four cents, but you know, I I think the average work week is about thirty five hours. Uh, that equates to uh, about a dollar forty a week. Uh, and and extra wages. And my guess is, if we researched it, it's probably going to be whatever cities and states. Uh, had set a higher minimum wage, and th- that's really where the gains are at. Or uh, could be just a few guys at the very, very top got an extra couple hundred billion, and uh, well, billion, a couple hundred billion, and and made it up. But that was where it broke out. It was a good number, but it was really more of the same. A lot of part-time jobs, uh, wages weren't great. 
the matter of fact, if you un- if you didn't seasonally adjust the numbers, it's it, it kind of scary. The exact same amount of jobs created this June as last June. So and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I thought it would be more, uh, but unseasonally adjusted, uh, the number was the exact same. Uh, so you, you made an extra four cents, uh, but not a lot of extra jobs. I, I think the big news was the tariffs. So, and I know that uh, I'm sure, and, and maybe more in Colorado, because there is more farming there, uh, the tariffs started. So at, at midnight last night, Eastern Standard Time, the United States imposed tariffs on $34 billion worth of Chinese products. At about uh, about five minutes later, and I was actually watching Bloomberg uh, while this was happening. About five minutes later, uh, China announced the same. Well, they they've imposed thirty four billion dollars worth of tariffs. Most of this affecting farmers, uh, soybeans, hogs, things of that nature. We'll talk about that when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. For decades, China has been in denial about the independence and freedom of the island nation of Taiwan, whose real name is the Republic of China. Taiwan was formed by those who fled the Communist Chinese Revolution in 1949. In 1971, globalists seeking to appease communist China arranged for the United Nations to expel Taiwan. Early the following year, globalist Henry Kissinger persuaded President Richard Nixon to turn his back on Taiwan by visiting communist China and giving China legitimacy. China and globalists have been trying to ostracize Taiwan ever since. They even prevented Taiwan from competing in the Olympics since 1976 as the independent country that it is. But the sentiment on the island of Taiwan is increasingly independent, as globalism is being rejected there like almost everywhere else in the world. Taiwan's current president, Tsai Ing-wen, is more willing to assert the nationalism for Taiwan that Trump asserts for America. Recently, China demanded that businesses stop referring to Taiwan, Tibet, and Hong Kong as countries. China's demand reached 36 foreign airlines, insisting that the airlines stop referring to Taiwan as a country. In the face of all of this, President Trump continues to reject globalist pressure like those that China is demanding. Trump will, quote, stand up for Americans resisting efforts by the Chinese Communist Party to impose Chinese political correctness on American companies and citizens, Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders announced. Sarah Sanders declared that the Trump administration is telling China to stop threatening and coercing American airline carriers and its citizens. That's right. China has no authority to push around our citizens and our businesses. Then Sanders used the O and the C words, which not even past Republican presidents were willing to do. Quote, this is Orwellian nonsense, Sanders said, and part of a growing trend by the Chinese Communist Party to impose its political views on American citizens and private companies. George Orwell, a former leftist himself, was a visionary in criticizing the communist mindset. It's doubtful that any press secretary has ever applied Orwell's truths so properly to the communist attempts at message control. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. When it comes to international trade, other countries have long been taking advantage of the American people and our generous spirit. At phyllisschlafly.com, we've got strategies to balance trade and protect the interests of American companies, resources, and citizens. For more, go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five and nine to uh, gold and silver, pretty benign uh, on the news of the the tariffs, and and I I expect that right. They they'll want to keep it under wraps today, right? Because they don't want people to freak out about uh, what's happening. Uh, gold's down two bucks, thirteen fifty or thirteen twelve fifty six. Excuse me. Uh, silver's down a nickel, uh, thirteen nine or fifteen ninety six. Man. I'll get it right. You know what? It's time. I need a vacation. You can tell. Uh, before we we get into the tariffs, these I want to do, also address the static issue we've been having here in Phoenix. Hopefully on Monday, on uh, for Monday show we will have the issue resolved. Uh, got Frank the phone guy coming in. This should be the last step. Uh, CenturyLink has been out several times in the last week and a half. They think they've got their issues fixed. we got one more thing that we've got to do in and actually in the studio itself, and then I think, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, we'll have that. So, Jason, you guys aren't the only one. Yeah, the, the static actually made me feel a little better uh, yesterday. I was, it makes me feel like we're not the only ones with problems in the world. Yeah, well, the, you know what? I've always got my, my cell phone on standby, right, in case we, we got to switch to the to the cell phone, but it's like I tell everybody, I do my show with my hand, so having the cell phone, uh, it, it makes it hard for me, but I think on Monday, uh, fingers crossed, but on Monday we may be past it finally, uh, and and so I'm excited uh, to hopefully have resolution on that as well, but really interesting. So the United States, we went through with the $34 billion. China, of course, uh, immediately responded. But now there's there's been rumors circulating, and actually they've been circulating for a while here, ever since the whole uh, trade war thing started, that U.S. companies were ex- uh, having difficulty and or delays while trying to get goods through customs in China. This morning, Reuters is reporting that several major Chinese ports are delaying the clearing of goods from the United States uh, as officials await further instructions from the Chinese government. Obviously, they, they must have got one instruction, which was, hey, don't let any stuff go from U.S. go in. Uh, and and they're saying that the the delays could seriously disrupt imports. And again, there's so many ways to fight this thing. Here's the one thing China knows: we can't go dollar for dollar with the U.S. because we don't import nearly enough stuff. <laughs> right? right? Remember, because Trump said, "Hey, we're going to start with 50 billion, 34 billion right now. I think next next week or the week after, the other 16 billion kicks in." And then Trump says if China, now Trump said if China responded, which they did today, that he was going to hit them for another, what was it, I think two rounds of $200 billion, I think he said something like $400 billion. Today I think I saw a tweet where he said $500 billion. And we don't actually import 
500 billion dollars worth of stuff from the chinese so uh it, it's going to be one of those things where or, well china doesn't import it from us I, I i had that backwards they don't actually import so they have to do something else one of the things that at least from reuters this morning is they're just not going to let the car go in. I don't know what that means. Does that mean we don't get paid? Uh, I don't know exactly how that works, right? If, if you've delivered it to the port, but the port doesn't actually process it, what happens? Apparently, it, like, must, do you know sounds like it? it sounds like some of that oil that just sits out in the ocean, uh, depending on how they want to, how much oil they want to import or export, and they just have those oil tankers sitting out there in the middle of the ocean to, to help fix the prices. You know, they, they do that. Of course, now at, at $75, $80 a barrel, right, the, miraculously all those tankers go away. And then when the price gets too low, what do they do? They just fill them up and they wait, right? That's right. And, and, yep. and force the price higher. And it's all these games that they play. And then, of course, they can manipulate the currency, right? And, and China's already done that. I mean, their currency's fallen uh, about uh, somewhere around 7%. Uh, which negates a lot of the tariff stuff. Then, of course, the ultimate weapon, if you will, uh, not buying treasury. And so the, these are, the, I guess, some of the things that, uh, these are the unknowns, right? We don't know, will China do all of them, some of them, none of them? We don't know. What we do know is that they, they came out with another comment again uh, today that they, they keep insisting that they don't want the trade war, but they will respond. Uh, I guess in a kind of a, a direct uh, challenge to, to President Trump, who says, hey, listen, if you respond, we're going to make it worse. Well, the way I look at it, uh, I think, the, tra- I think the, the tariffs and the trade wars is going to get worse. I think this is just the beginning. I think you're going to see this stuff get heated and, and, and get hotter and get more news attention, and it's going to get uh, worse and worse. The central bankers, I don't think, are really affected too heavily by this. They can move their money wherever they want to put it. I think we're in a situation like just before the uh, the 1929 crash. J.P. Morgan and John Rockefeller and these bankers silently left the market before the crash so that they didn't have to feel the, you know, the uh, the losses of of all those stocks going down. I mean, look at the stock market this year. It, we're we're halfway through the year and it's done nothing. And to me, it means there's a lot of big companies like Walmart buying back their stocks, keeping the market there. But, I mean, how are we to know when these guys are pulling their money out? There's, there's no indication. We don't know when they're pulling out. And when the market's not skyrocketing like it did in 2017, why? Why isn't, why isn't it doing the same thing? I think uh, the big players are pulling their money out, and this, the trade and the tariffs with China is just a huge distraction. It's, it's a lot of attention being played while, while bankers move their money into another market. Well, I just it's fascinating, and it's great to have these other views. You know, it's something I never really thought about that side of it, right? And we, I talk about it all the time, right? This is the distraction, right? The distraction is the trade war. What's really happening? I never really thought about, hey, they're repositioning and doing all this stuff. I, you know, I did the article a few weeks ago where the SEC has gotten involved in insider selling uh, at these companies that are buying back all their stock. You, like you said, hey, they're, pro- they're the only thing keeping the market. At least the market hasn't gone down. It really hasn't done anything. But when you yep. look at insider selling, 
It's at levels that we've never seen before. It's at record levels, right? So all the, the CEOs and the CFOs and the CIOs, right, they're all selling. I mean, look at how much confidence. Look at, look, at, look at how much shares to prop up the price. Yeah, look at how much confidence was bred in 2017 with Trump's first year, and the market just shoots upward. You know, if you're a rich guy who has a large percentage of the market, when you pull out, you're going to affect the market. So if you get everybody else racing to the top with you, then you can pull out just at that right moment. And I think that's kind of where we're at, where there, there's still a lot of small guys racing and, and, and Racing and to get in, not yep. realizing that under the guise of stock buybacks, a lot of these guys got out. Absolutely. So it didn't drive the price down because they had the cover of the buyback. Interesting. I, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker joining us from the front range. And, man, Jason, you got me You got me going. You got me yeah, going. I mean, I'm going to tell thinking, you, right? I was thinking sense. over the break. Check this out. I mean, this is the conspiracy that comes out of me. Uh, when the Federal Reserve came into power, when we got coaxed into wars, it was always a sinking ship. So, like, in World War One, the Lusitania was sunk, and the Germans told us not to put the ship there, and that got us into the war. In, uh, in World War Two, it was Pearl Harbor. They sank a bunch of ships. We allowed the, uh, the Japanese to come in there and do that. With Vietnam, it was Tonk- the Tonkin Bay incident where they sunk a ship. You're talking about uh, ships in, not being allowed to port in China to, to unload their goods, right? I mean, this, if you wanted this, to... This is, this is how you connect the dots. Right? Yeah, yeah. And So I'm thinking, okay, if you want a false flag incident to really, right before the market plunges, what would plunge a market faster? As, 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 you know, don't mind the man behind the curtain, the Federal Reserve, what's going on there in China? A ship gets sunk full of goods or something. A couple of ships sink or whatever while they're, they're not able to port. You tell the American people, look how these evil Chinese, look how bad it is. Now our markets are crashed. It's, it's all their fault. Boy, let's keep our eyes on the ships. Everything stay afloat. But you said one of the other things, too, you said was this thing is going to get worse? I think it gets worse. You have to make it seem so horrible so that when the markets do tumble at some point, you have a finger to point. You always but, have, but, have a and, finger to point. And, and of course, but part of your whole thing is, listen, they already got out. They used the cover of the stock buybacks to get out because it didn't affect the market then, and you don't think they're even in right now. But speaking of getting worse, Russia, who I didn't think was involved in the tariffs, uh, has announced their prime minister, Dmitry Medvedev, signed a decree this morning imposing higher tariffs on U.S. products in retaliation uh, for duties on metal imports. That was the steel and aluminum uh, duties. Uh, The Russian prime ministry said that it will apply tariffs to all imports of fiber optics, equipment for road construction, oil and gas, metals processing and mining, uh, they're going to impose duties on goods which have Russian-made substitutes, right? In other words, hey, you know what? We can do this part ourselves. We're slapping the tax on you. They say the the import or the the tariffs will range from 25 to 40 percent. Uh, they're looking at amount of, and it's not a lot. We don't do a lot with Russia, so this is probably more symbolic than anything else. But you're still talking; it's half a billion bucks. 
That's half a billion dollars of U.S. business uh, that's going to go away uh, with Russia. You, you think about the $34 billion in, in Chinese business. That starts, you know what, that's real money. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a big piece of news because even though it may not be a large part of the market, it shows that Russia is throwing their support to one side of the fight. So it's, it's, it's a message being sent. And, and you know what? It's funny because there was another message sent. I didn't hear anybody talk. Now, obviously, I'm not watching the news 24 hours a day, but I didn't hear a single word about this next one, that China and India are going to get together and form an oil buying club. Right, so you think about the two countries right now outside of probably us, right, that import the most oil, right? It's going to be China and it's going to be India. And reports are now are saying that they are in advanced discussion. So this isn't new, right? This, this isn't they just met last week. That India and China are coming together uh, to form a oil buying co-op my guess would be, you know, and I'm just putting dots together here. Uh, let's see. A few months ago, China finally was able to say, you can buy crude oil in our currency. All of a sudden, a few months later, hey, guess what? Our neighbor India over here, uh, we're going to form an oil buying club. You think maybe I got a pretty good idea of the currency they're going to use to buy that oil, don't you think? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely attack against the Ponzi scheme. Absolutely, it's definitely one to a dump dollars. Absolutely, and I and I'm just starting to think about and I and I'm putting all of these things together, and then I listen to what Jason says and says, "Hey, listen, it's a ship thing, right?" And I'm like, "What <laughs> ship thing, right?" And you start listing all these things, and now I'm like, "Wait a minute, right?" And then you go back to the Great Depression, and hey, why wasn't uh, J.P. Morgan and the Rockefellers, why weren't they wiped out? Right? Why Why weren't they wiped out? Everybody else got wiped out. They didn't. Yeah, between, uh, they had, there was actually a market crash in 1920, and uh, that's, they, had, they had moved the, uh, the, the amount of dollars being printed and put into circulation that had gone way up, and then they crashed it and, and purposely crashed the market in 1920. From 1920 to 1929, they were building the money back up. But they introduced these bankers introduced a new type of loan, and uh, it was it was one that uh, you only had to have ten percent of the value of the loan, and so everybody was jumping in. And the the, the thing about this loan was is it could be called in a twenty four hour period, and so you better believe the Rockefellers and the J P Morgans were had, weren't holding any of those loans when the market went, and everybody was calling their loans in twenty four hour in a twenty four hour period of time. Well, you think about it now, ten percent, right? Uh, hardly anybody can even come up with 10% to do anything anymore. Uh, you know, and it's so funny because you think about two, and I and, and I want to, uh, and I'm, I know we're running up against the break, but this is something what the Federal Reserve is doing hasn't been done, right? Talking about, you know, normally when you're raising interest rates, right, you've got GDP at 4 and 5%. Right, and you've got wage inflation, and you have you know the, all the wa- wages that growing at four, five, six percent, and and they start hiking wages. We're 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 essentially raising rates, and of course they got the bond program, so they're trying to take money out. 
at a time when we don't really have uh, all the things that we normally would associate with that. And it's just, just another recipe for disaster. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment on a Friday. Final segment on this Friday, 800-951-0592. Dow's up about 100 points uh, on the, I guess they're liking the jobs report. I don't know why. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was okay. But without any money, it doesn't matter, right? Does it matter if it was 50,000 jobs or 500,000 jobs if nobody got any more money? Right, and this is what we've been in. We've been in this thing, and they keep telling us and keep telling us. And keep, something obviously is broken. My guess is what is broken is the number, right? How they actually calculate the number yeah. is probably logically what's broken, right? The unemployment rate isn't four percent. There's a reason why 96 million people aren't in the workforce. And and let's face it, what are we up to? Almost 30 million part-time jobs out of 150 million. I mean. <laughs> This was a number, you know, part-time jobs used to be less than 10% of the total workforce. And now it's gotten massive. And and really, really, you know what's the biggest growing, and we talk about this all the time, we know 65 and older is the fastest growing section of the labor force. But you know what else is the biggest growing section of the labor force? Someone that already has a full-time job now getting a part-time job fastest growing segment of the workforce and of course even uh and then the type right which is a what i would call a 1099 job uh now they're saying within the the next couple of years one in three jobs will be essentially one of those you know independent contractor type jobs the 1099 where there's no benefits there's no 401k there's no nothing uh, and, and I think that's a, just another direct correlation to why wages aren't growing uh, in in America today. And it's really hard to understand how we come out of this the other way around. And I just really, I, you know, I'll say it. I'll say I've said it a bunch of times. I'll say it again. I don't even want to think about what would happen if Trump hadn't won. <laughs> how bad would it be, Jason? You know, it it's so it funny. And I think about it people like, do you it see would've... that guy that stole that kid's hat and threw a drink on him? Of course, we find out uh, that the guy that did that uh, to that 16-year-old kid, he actually worked at that place that, that it, the incident happened. He got fired, but the guy's been convicted of burglary, uh, been convicted of DUI, right? The guy's got a huge criminal record. He's just it, it's ridiculous, right? And I think about, imagine how big Trump would win if the election was held today. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it was close. To, it wouldn't even be close. And and I don't understand. What more can the guy do? Yeah, I I, I think we're getting, uh, over the course of time, we're getting used to a, a crappy jobs market. And I think it's all leading to some sort of universal basic income or guaranteed basic income. Or they, they try to keep the population from uh, pitchforks and and the torches, you know, by giving them a check every month and just to keep them quiet. I think that's where we're moving. You hear a lot about that, too, don't you? You hear the, especially from the dot-comers, you know, the Zuckerbergs and uh, Bill Gates and, and some of those Bezos, right? You hear these guys talk about that, and, 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 and I guess that makes sense, right? And I always talk about how big the debt's going to grow over the next 10 years. I think, Jason, you could be right again, right? Can we see just another 10 years of the same type of, of shift of jobs where, 
you know, to the point where, think about it, like the jobless claims number every Thursday, I tell you, it's not even worth reporting anymore. Because the jobs we get today, you can't file unemployment. Patriot Radio News Hour, Jason, always great to have you. You bring so much to the program. Thank you so much. Everybody, uh, enjoy day. your weekend. Uh, have a great one. We'll all be back on Monday. Stay out of the heat if you can. <laughs>